recorded live at 4 Z Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM. And broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU. We'll You're listening that. to Zed Games. My name's Hazel, and I'm here in the studio with... Caroline! And nobody else, because they couldn't make it. Oh, it's, it's so But we still, got a, we still got a great show for you. Oh, it's amazing. Of course. Today, tonight, we're talking about cats. <gasps> cats in video games, cats on video games, cats Nyan? on your keyboard. Nyan? All of it. All of it. But first... Like typing detected? <laughs> Before that, we got some news to listen to... This week in gaming news. Chess robot breaks bones. As it turns out, robots don't like it when you try to rush through a chess game. During a chess tournament in Moscow, a seven-year-old boy, who was among the top 30 chess players in Moscow under the age of nine, faced off against a chess robot. Playing chess against AI is hardly anything new, with Deep Blue being the first computer to win a match against a reigning chess champion in 1997. However, in this case, the AI reacted in response to the boy moving a piece earlier than he should have, and as a consequence, grabbed the boy's index finger and squeezed it firmly. People rushed to help, but not before his finger was broken. However, the young player did return to the tournament the next day, and his parents are now considering filing a lawsuit. Russia's making their own games. Following the invasion of Ukraine, several companies have stopped trading with Russia and many sanctions have been placed, leaving the country without video games. Nintendo has announced suspending all exports to Russia, as well as Sony Interactive Entertainment, Microsoft and more. As a result, Russia is now turning to making games internally with Rostec planning on creating its own game engine. This project is being looked at cautiously by the government as this will be the first Russian game engine. Minecraft says no NFTs. Mojang has taken a firm stance against blockchain technology and non-fungible tokens, preventing third-party operators from creating Minecraft NFTs. The company has stated that the use of NFTs violates the spirit of Minecraft usage guidelines, although the guidelines do permit server owners to charge for access. Mojang has clarified the difference between money and tokens, stating that we have these rules to ensure that Minecraft remains a community where everyone has access to the same content. NFTs can create models of scarcity and exclusion that conflict with our guidelines in the spirit of Minecraft. However, they haven't closed the door entirely on NFTs, explaining that Mojang is open to the possibilities of blockchain technology in the future. Roblox fighting for innocent gamers. Christopher Boomer, a developer behind Roblox games such as Weightlifting Simulator 2 and Muscle Legends, recently obtained a DMCA subpoena in order to compel Roblox to identify alleged pirates. Boomer's games have been viewed over 2 billion times and according to Boomer's legal team, fellow Roblox developers have copied Boomer's games. As a result, Boomer filed for a DMCA subpoena to unmask the alleged pirates. Roblox objects, however, explaining that 10 days is too short of a time to produce the requested information and has called the request unreasonable as Boomer is attempting to obtain information on a potential 460,000 players, along with the alleged pirates. Roblox objects to the request to unmask anonymous speakers without the provision of notice to the speakers so that they may directly address any potential concerns, First Amendment or otherwise, states Roblox. 
Roblox objects to this request as overbroad because it seeks a wide swath of user information that petitioner has not established is relevant to any alleged copyright infringement, and thus the information requested does not qualify as discoverable subject matter. And now for some upcoming games. July 28 brings Autonauts vs PirateBots for the PC, Bear and Breakfast for the PC, Captain Velvet Meteor The Jump Plus Dimensions for the Switch, and Sweet Transit for the PC. July 29 brings Avenging Spirits for the PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One and Switch, Digimon Survive for the PC, PS4, Xbox One and Switch, Madison for the Switch, Story of Seasons, Pioneers of Olive Town for the PS4, and Xenoblades Chronicles 3 for the Switch. August 1 brings The Gallery for the PC, PS4, Xbox One and Switch. August 2 brings Frogun for the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One and Switch. August 3 brings South of the Cirque for the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One and Switch. And August 4 brings Hard West 2 for the PC and Turbo Golf Racing for the PC, Xbox Series X and Xbox One. That's it this week in gaming news. Thank you for that, Zara. Thank you, Zara. So, chess robot breaking chess a kid's robot. finger. Yes, I love it. Um, I, I find it not funny. the kind of game we normally talk about, but um, I'll I'll allow it because oh my god, we don't talk about the gentleman's game. Wait, is the chess the gentleman's game? Uh, I don't know. I don't know anything either. about chess. Me either. <laughs> I was in chess club in primary school, and then they didn't let me do it after, like, grade six. Did you get rejected by the nerds? No, it was only for kids under a certain age. Um, I don't know why. And uh, then I had to find a different, like, bludge after-school thing to do. Ah, fair enough. Fair. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Indeed. Um, I kind of wish Deep Blue had been able to break Gary Kasparov's finger all those years ago. That would have been kind of amazing. <laughs> like, if that was the headline, instead of just that it beat him, it, like, beat him and also broke his finger. And beat it, beat him in a physical sense. Yeah, yeah. Broke his kneecaps. <laughs> that's what happens well, when you beat people at chess. You can break their kneecaps. Chess boxing. Yeah, exactly. It's the hit yeah. new sport. Uh, it, it's, it's been around. It's been <laughs> around. Um, all right. Well, we've got a review. Exciting. Oh. A cat game, a cat game called Stray, which is Ooh, taking the I've world by storm. One. It is everywhere right now. Yes, it is absolutely everywhere. It is all more over specifically, my it's on PlayStation Five and PC, but on the internet, it's mm. everywhere. Yes, and everybody loves it for good reason uh, because you get to Cats. be a cute little kitty cat and you get to jump around. And there's the meow button. Yeah, there's a dedicated meow button. Meow 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 meow. Coming up now, we have a review of Stray. From our friend Paul. Stray by Blue 12 Studio has been generally known as that cool looking cat game that has cropped up now and again on social media over the last seven years. Now it's here. And who better to review it than the one member of the Z Games team that doesn't really care for cats? I don't dislike them, I'm just not head over heels for them. Can this feisty feline tail leap confidently into my heart, or will it fall into my disappointment like so many precious items knocked off a table? The first thing anyone experiencing Stray will notice is that it looks really, really nice. 
It's got some decent tech under the hood, but the art direction here is really phenomenal. While you start the game in the overground ruins of the planet's surface, you'll soon make your way underground into metropolitan hubs inhabited by robots. The world, inspired by Kowloon Walled City in Hong Kong, is a place of imposing vertical walls, claustrophobic alleyways, and cobbled together high-density dwellings. Like a rundown cyberpunk, a neon slum. It's beautiful to be in. Grimy, but lightly comic, with a touch of melancholy for a world that was lost, and of which the remaining inhabitants are unable to escape. These areas are packed with details and character, as well as characters. For a small game, there's quite a lot of NPCs to meet and interact with. And there is, of course, the main event, which is the small, backpack-wearing cat you control. The animation and attention to detail given to their interactions in the world truly make it a joy to watch. But how does it play? The game is a third-person action-adventure game with a primary focus on navigating your environment. There's a lot of platforming, but that's not really the focus due to one major design decision. Early on in development, it was decided that a traditional jump button was not really fitting for a cat. Cats are very specific in their movement, and flailing around falling off platforms didn't really sell the fantasy. To that end, you can only jump when a jump is available. Push up against an edge or towards a ledge, and a prompt will appear. Pushing the button makes you gracefully make the leap. It may appear somewhat restrictive at first, but you can actually turn off the button prompt. You can actually tell when a jump is available from the cat's animation anyway, and it's actually quite natural, with only a few areas where I felt I should be able to jump on a thing and the game wouldn't allow. At the onset, the game feels almost like a 3D version of one of Playdead cinematic platformers. Beautiful set pieces along linear paths and environmental puzzles. It's satisfying, but not taxing. Once you reach the more exploration-based areas, however, the game really shines, as exploring the city spaces is just immensely satisfying. There's little interactions all over the place. Stand on a rug and scratch your claws into it, find a spot to take a nap, rub against a robot's leg, maybe trip them up while doing it. Funnily enough, a great number of these small interactions, which are there to help live out the cat fantasy, will be used for a gameplay element at one point or another. It has pretty good imagination for those things. There's even a dedicated button for meowing, which is actually a pretty valuable tool if you ever need to distract anything in-game. The game has action sequences and some puzzles, but these are unlikely to tax you. But I don't feel that would have made the game any better. Actually, some of the more game-like challenges you'll encounter could have simply been dropped as far as I'm concerned. At one point you're dodging lasers. Why? It's a video game, I guess. Early on there's a physics puzzle with a bucket, and that's kind of the end of those kind of puzzles. Partly, I guess, because cats severely limit how far you can push those kind of interactions. These things are never badly done, and they don't cause any problems, they're just not a highlight. The cat, the world, the quirky robots, those are what I'm here for. As for the story, surprisingly good. The actual tale told is quite simple. You start the game with your cat family, and due to an accident, find yourself deep underground in a dead city. Your goal is to escape back to the surface. It's a bit more complicated though. There are dangerous creatures down there you'll need to avoid. An amnesiac drone companion that joins you and gives you a fancy sci-fi backpack, and then the surviving robot inhabitants of the world. It's a wonderfully written cast. There's no voice acting, but great character designs, animation, and written dialogue work wonderfully in chorus, so that I was never mashing through the interactions. It's a game world I loved being in and I want to go back to. Perhaps the short length of the game, at around 5 hours, is appropriate for the depth of gameplay and the story told here, 
but I do want more. The game has been a huge hit so far, so I may get my wish in the future. Thankfully, you can choose to go back to any chapter in the game once completed if you're inclined, which is a nice touch to revisit, but also track down some things you missed. The achievement list is actually quite fun and gives you an excuse to add a bit more game time. I played the game on PS5 and it looked and performed wonderfully, including fun haptics and sound effects on the controller. My two-year-old son was particularly confused at why my controller lightly rumbled and purred while the on-screen cat slept. On PC, however, people have gone mad. The first mod I saw was someone that made the cat yell, Jason, from heavy rain instead of meowing. Then you could be Garfield. Then people started modding it so the cat would look like their personal cat. I just saw a split-screen multiplayer mod, a dog mod. CJ from GTA has a cat. The game is certainly the flavour of the month, and it's going to be hard not running into some related content online if you follow anything gaming related. Stray delivers on its promise. An amazing looking game where you play an adorable cat in a world of quirky robots. It's not difficult, it's not meant to be. It oozes charm, and is a real achievement for the small team behind it. Some traditional game elements feel a bit of a waste and you'll likely be left wanting more, but that's much preferred to a game overstaying its welcome. If you're looking to explore and live out a cat fantasy, you can't really go wrong here. Stray is available on PC, PS4 and PS5 for around $40. Sony has also included it in the new tiers of PlayStation Plus, which did convince me to upgrade, so I'll have to see how I feel about that when it's time to renew. Meow. Thank you, Paul. Thank Yo. you, Caroline. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a wonderful review. Thank you, Paul. And, you know, I kind of suspected that you weren't the biggest fan of cats, but I'm glad you still enjoyed the game. I'm glad you still enjoyed it. I'm glad too. Yeah. And meow. Meow, meow. Meow, meow. Meow, meow. Stray is a game about being a little kitty cat. and An adorable little kitty cat. Would you believe that it's not the only game about being an adorable little kitty cat? Hmm, I think I would believe that, actually, yeah. <laughs> well, when Stray launched, um, well, like right now, this, this last year or so on Twitter, there's been this little community of games about being a little kitty cat um, that has formed because they're all in development at the same time and the developers are all talking to each other and having fun on the internet promoting each other and when stray came out they all came together to like hype it up and it kind of also brought them all into the spotlight so first Mm -hmm. the first one to to come out and be like stray everybody's got to play stray was a game called little kitty big city which is currently in development. Yes, I have seen many trailers of that on the TikToks, yeah. as the youth say. <laughs> and it looks adorable. It looks so cute. Yeah, oh, and... I, I uh, cannot wait till it comes out. There's a bunch of other games, yeah. so More some examples. shenanigans? We got Crystalla. We got Snacko, which I don't know anything about, but it's an incredible name for a game. Yeah. Snacko. Do you think you snack Cats on go wacko for snackers? <laughs> no, no, um, please no. <laughs> Space Boat, Ooh. Astro Cat, Ooh. Petite Island, and one that is near and dear to my heart, mm-hmm. Schrodinger's Cat Burglar, yeah. because last year at Game On Festival, 
I interviewed the developer of Schrodinger's Cat Burglar. And we Celebrity. talked to him on stage. And he was a lovely man. Oh, that's so good. It's always good when good people make good games. It was great. It was great. It's Game On is a great event. It happens almost every year. And when it comes around this year, you should check it out. I shall. And you two should do that. Wow, I speak English good, don't I? Wow. There's a reason we're on the radio. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we speak the good words and we put it out there. But do you have any cat games that you like, that you'd like to talk about? There's Animal Crossing. There's cats in that game. There are cats in Animal Crossing and you can be a cute little kitty cat, but it's not quite the you same. You can't be a kitty cat. You, oh, that's right. You're you're a human amongst animals. You can tell I don't own any Nintendo consoles. And there's, I think there's 51 different cat villages out of the 400, 500 or so villages that are available in the thing. And there's, of course, the Raymonds, who caused many stirs when yeah. he first came out. Would we you like to... We don't talk about Raymond. We don't talk about Raymond. His flea. No. His um, flea, yes. <laughs> We got, went, some, we got some submissions oh. from our co-hosts here. We got top five cat games from Paul, mm-hmm. Alley Cat, Gatto Roboto, Night in the Woods. That's definitely up there. Oh, yeah. That's definitely about being a little kitty cat. Rain World and I Cat Goes played, Fishing. I have played Rain World, but only for about half an hour because I remember I got... You play as a slug cat in that game. Fascinating. And... You're in a flooded world that has its own ecosystem, and you are very low on the food chain. And you are separated from your family, much like in Stray, and you have to survive and eventually find your way to them. Sounds a little bit brutal. It's very brutal. It's in such a pretty, like, pixely art style. I was drawn in by that, and then it uh, smacks me across the face within, like, half an hour when I got very lost and then died and I felt so bad that I had killed this little slug cat that I stopped playing and never picked it up again. Understandable. <laughs> Understandable. I also sometimes just put down a game because it gets too sad. Yeah. Um, it's like, what have I done? Crimes. Crimes Spec Ops the cats. line, but for cats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Zara says Nintendogs and cats. Obvious oh, yes. choice. Obvious choice. Of course. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of cat games out there. And there's cats in Pokemon, technically. There's... Don't you want to hear me talk about Pokemon again? I'm sure we'll get an opportunity <laughs> when they release like their fifth game this year. Well, they are. Um, it's what's it? I can't remember. Weed cat. What's weed cat called? <laughs> Sprigatito. Sprigatito. And every time, every time I hear the name Sprigatito, I think of Abba's Chiquitita. That's. What I was Sprigatito, you and I know. So you're listening to Z Games, is that it? You're listening to Z Games. You're listening to Z Games. Hello, you're listening to Z Games. 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 Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. I want to be a cat in real life. We'll talk about that later in therapy. (laughs) Um, uh, (laughs) Don't you just want to sleep in a sunbeam? Absolutely, absolutely. But uh, a cat game came to mind called Cat Lateral Damage. Yes. Cat Lateral Damage is a game about being a cat in first-person perspective, jumping on 
all of the furniture and knocking everything off the shelves and causing as much damage as possible. Just like in real life. And I, from memory, um, there's like a time limit and you're basically doing score attack, mm. trying to break as many things in as little time as possible. Yeah, from what I remember from watching people play that. It's, yes. yeah, yeah. Competitive, high score, cat destruction action. Competitive jackholery. Yeah, and it's um, it's nice to be on the other side of it for once, you know? Mm, yes. As as a pair of cat owners. Uh, <laughs> for the listeners, um, we live together and have two cats, yeah. and uh, they're they're absolute demons when they're hungry. Yes. They do not care what you're doing. They don't care what nope. you're playing. They do not care. They will if come. They will climb on the keyboard. They will step yep. on everything. They will get all up in your cables. They will make eye contact uh, eye contact with you, and then knock something off a desk absolutely jamie's so bad for that he's terrible but i love him little gremlin man he also likes to get behind the monitors Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i'm gaming playing the nice little stardew valleys and then i just see a nose peek over the monitor (laughs) that one's cute at least yeah that one's cute and then occasionally it's claws bapping at things and yeah yeah it's uh, it's, it's hard to keep our cats entertained all the time when we're busy and we, in our few free moments, we do want to play a video game. Mm. So what if we got them some video games of their own? I have, in fact, given Jamie a video game before. One of the ones that you can download on a tablet and they show a little moving thing. And if you hit it, it disappears in a little shower of sparks or something. He was so confused by it. He kept on trying to look behind the tablet. He's like, oh, um, it's gone off the screen, so clearly it must be here. Oh, no, there's nothing there. And I think he got bored because he couldn't find the real physical thing. He was just a bit too smart for it. Oh, that's rare for him. Finally wow. using that big head for something. Wow. You, you speak of my son like this? Yeah. In this yeah. public forum. Uh, my cat, Smoochie, has also been shown a little game where he taps the fishy and it makes it go away. Yeah. Um, How did he react to that? He didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> he just kind of stared at it and then he like tried to slap the screen and was like missing. Yeah. Um, and then he was just like, oh, I don't know what to do with this and just walked away. Yeah. But um, some people, some people... Some people, their cats love it. Mm. What Smoochie does love is watching TV. Yes, it's so cute when he does that. Um, Do you think if we brought, if we played Stray on the big TV, he'd watch it? Like I, so I many videos of cats. There are. Him. Okay, so we were talking about Stray earlier. There is currently there are so many of these videos that there is now a Twitter account called Cats Watching Stray, and it is just full of people playing Stray on their PlayStation, on the TV, and their cats getting up and being like, oh, a cat, a cat, a, a cat. Oh, what, what's that cat? T- cat, cat. It's and so they get so excited. Cute. Yes, they're like, oh, finding the representation the <laughs> that they've been looking for. I think it must be something about the graphical presentation of the game that makes it like more interesting to their little kitty brains. Because mm. like... Well, it was made by cats. Cats don't react to everything to that's on TV. No, not everything. But Smoochie used to love watching Star Trek with me. 
Your cat's he would a sit, nerd too. He would hey, yeah, he would I, sit on the end of <laughs> my bed and just sit there and stare at the screen. He he's like a small child. He'll mm. sit right in front of the screen and stare up at it. <laughs> I think that helps him see it better or something. But uh, yeah, enough about our cats. It's never <laughs> enough about our cats. Well. But thank you, listeners, for There's... indulging us, even though you have, <laughs> you no, have no choice. choice. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we do have one final cat game shout out before we go, which is Big the Cat from Sonic the Hedgehog. One of the greatest video game cats of all time. Um, the, certainly the largest, uh, the most round, the most friendly, caught the most fish. And the most frog. He's, I mean, the frog is his friend. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Big the cat, he's, you know, a lot of people laugh at him, but he's a very accomplished cat. Um, he's got it. How so? (laughs) Yeah, you (laughs) (laughs) He's got it all, he's got it all together. Just don't ask me how. But now we need to say goodnight and goodbye listeners we've run out of time this always happens it it happens every time somehow yeah i guess (laughs) well farewell listeners until next week goodbye listeners thank you for listening being listeners i love you i love you all i love some of you Probably. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify. Or follow us on social media at ZED Games AU. See, See you next time. time.